This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul-Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the State House is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. So that's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome in to another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Speaking today with our good friend, political historian, data guru, Scott Strong. We'd like to have Scott on Mondays because it sort of lets us reset the previous week. And while we like guests on this show, one of the big things we do is we talk about government and what's going on. And uh, well, Scott, by the way, how's it going? It's going great. Okay, so you're perfect <laughs> for today because you're a former teacher. Yes. Uh, educator. You work yep. in administration as well. Mm-hmm. I had planned a delightful show today uh, where we're going to talk about various state government issues, but I'm going to switch. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, what do they, what does Garrison call it? He calls it a moment of personal privilege, I think yes, is what he calls that's it. Right. And it's my show, so I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I'm going to switch today because there is something going on tomorrow across the state of Indiana that just absolutely infuriates me, and people need to know about it. Because the average person is just strolling through life with blinders on, and I'm going to rant on this today. And you're very qualified to comment on Mm -hmm. this because you're from the education field. Yes. Tomorrow in the state of Indiana, there's going to be 10 school referendums. 10! Yes. 10. Most people do not know know that. So basically what happens if you're new to the game, Avon has had one, Brownsburg has had one. They both failed. One in Brownsburg failed primarily because of me, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of the few in the state yes, that failed actually. Yes, yes, yes. It's very rare now, and we'll we'll get into that in just a second. But basically, what happens is the people go vote on whether they want to raise their taxes above yep. the Indiana's cons- constitutional tax caps. Yeah. So there's a proper ta- there's a property tax cap that was put in that says taxes can not be raised more than 1% a year. And so what that does is that puts the scrunch on the school corporations and getting more money from that source. Right. So what happens is if you own a home, your taxes are capped at 1%. That is an Indiana constitutional amendment. 
passed in 2010, Seventy-two uh, percent. That's mm-hmm. a very bipartisan thing, and we'll yeah. get into that in just yes. a second. That's very mm-hmm. bipartisan. Yep. Nothing is seventy-two percent anymore. No, no. But that was seventy-two percent of people said we want tax caps. So if you own a home, it's one percent. If you live in a rental property or, or farmland, that's two percent. Yep. And if you own a commercial property, you're at three percent, which right. I also think is grossly unfair. But I, I don't know if I have time to get into all that today. <laughs> Anyway, when they passed the constitutional amendment, they snuck in this little thing called the referendum process. Yes. Which allowed government entities, school corporations, towns, cities, whatever, to propose referendums, which if 50% plus one of the people vote for this, your taxes can go above the cap. Correct. So um, we basically have a fraudulent system in which at any point, if a government entity can pull on the heartstrings of 50% plus one of the voters and get them to pass something, I lose my right to constitutional tax caps, correct? Correct. Okay. So that's where we're at with this process. And the reason I mention this is because we have, I feel the legislature has lied to the people. I mean, we rushed to the podium with Rickers. We mm-hmm. rushed to the podium. Yes. Bosman, Long, Statler, and Waldorf out there. We must solve the issue immediately. But we have this constitutional amendment which says you have right to property tax protection, but yet all over the state tomorrow, people will have to defend. And this is all corners of the state. I'm going to read some of these in a minute. Yeah. People are having to defend their right to property tax protection. What is going on? Well, and what's happened is, um, <clears throat> so with the, some of the, it goes back to the Mitch Daniels errors where they kind of reined in all of this rampant um, raises and more their taxes and other things. So it's made these organizations, you know, a lot of times what they want to do is, oh, we want, there's always a long list of give me, give me, we want to do this, we want this, we want the new Bile Diamond, we want the new um, building, <clears throat> we have to have the Taj Mahal construction for this new elementary that's going in. Um, and then there's some things that really need to be fixed like heating and air conditioning. But the problem is, is there's, we have a lot of people in these administrations that are really not finance people. People. Right. And what they want to do is they have this long wish list and then they come out and they tug at the heartstrings and say, this is for the children. This is for the children. And don't, don't pay attention to that brand new car that I got. Don't pay attention to those, <laughs> you, know, you know, to that brand new school bus, you know. And so what happens is it runs up the bill and they just run out and they do the easy thing, which is to raise the tax. Now, I'm lamenting the referendum process, but if you uh, understand why it was put in, there actually is a value valid reason that the yes. referendum process was put in. Let's let's go back to what, what happened and just kind of reset this. Just a quick history lesson because I'm ranting for a reason today. And I this is a personal issue for me because this happened in Brownsburg. Mm-hmm. It would have been very devastating to the community if it had passed. I became the focal point of the opposition to this. Yep. The school corporation, between their PAC and their public money they spent, which is a whole other deal, yes. spent $100,000 yes, to try to pass this thing. I was told that I hated kids and would want children to suffer and die and everything yes. else. Then it didn't pass. And then the next year, they fully funded the project yes. without a referendum. And we'll get into why that is also in a minute. We're going to go a little long. Today. I'm going to take that <laughs> no problem. No problem. Long. So this is why I'm so passionate about this, because it rips communities apart. Yes. It absolutely pits people against each other, and it pulls on heartstrings of otherwise well-meaning people. Okay. So in like 2007, property taxes in this state got completely out of control yes particularly one area of indianapolis Mm -hmm. um and these people a very affluent 
uh, influential group of people went to the state house and they marched on the state house. Mm-hmm. And Peterson at the time was the mayor. Yep, was getting ready to run against Ballard. Yep, uh, he was in a panic, so we got to do something. So they went to Daniels, and of course Daniels has never seen a tax cut he didn't like. <laughs> That's right. So Daniels <laughs> said, "Okay, legislature, we're going to propose this idea of capping tax taxes mm-hmm. on on homes." Yes, because to me, Scott, the idea that you are taxed on your home, it's completely ridiculous because you never own it. The government always owns your home as long as you owe a tax. If you owe That's something, right. you never own it. So every year, you, you always... owe to the government. If you don't pay it, they can take your home. That's right. Okay. I'm, I'm looking for some back here. Again, Scott is with me today for moral support. A lot of times <laughs> we do some political insight with Scott. Scott's here for moral support today, but he's good because he was a teacher. Yes. So I didn't want people to say, ah, Kendall, he hates teachers. I have a teacher here That's helping right. me walk through this. So Daniel says, okay, we're going to do property tax reform. We're going to cap the amount of money. And the reason we're doing this is not because the taxes are out of control, which they were, but the spending is out of control. Yes. Right? right? I mean, take me through this. Yeah. So so when you take a look at a school corporation, the way their school corporation is set up is there's a lot of rules and laws. And I think you talked about this. You had Luke Stevenson on our school board um, member from Danville. And you talk about all these different funds. So what they've done is they say, okay, we'll give you this money, but you can only use this money here. And you can only use that money here. And so what they do is they come through and they say they propose an increase of, they say, $0.30 cents per $100 assessed value of homes. On the referendum. On the referendum right. to get more money. And a lot of times this will bring in, you know, $20, $50 million within a community. And then they they then they then take that and then they dole it out to the, all of these accounts or they put it towards building a brand new elementary. Now, the one of the things in, that hasn't been brought up for a while is Kernan Shepard, which was a bipartisan study committee that did Daniels put into place to study. And it was uh, former Governor Joe Kernan, a Democrat. Yes. And former Chief Justice Randall Shepard, a Republican. Yes. So it was a bipartisan commission that came through. And they pointed out a lot of problems in in this thing um, uh, with a lot of government. But let's focus here on the education part. And part of it was is that, you know, you have basically unregulated or although they have all these things you have a group that's allowed to call their shots as they want to and that's okay to a point but you need to do this and so what we need to do is tighten this up and so right now there's big problems going on across the state of Indiana we have many school corporations that are getting themselves into financial problems because they're continuing to spend money they're putting in new football stadiums new basketball stadiums you have health and fitness things that are built in some of these schools that are better than the Planet Fitness that I have to pay to go to. <laughs> the kids have got a better thing here than we ever see or even know. Okay, so the premise of this was the spending's out of control, and all, and, it, and and we're picking on schools right mm-hmm. now because yes. they're doing the referendums tomorrow. Yes. But it was all all layers of government. Yes, local government yes. completely out of control. We're going to cap it. This is how we're going to do it. We're going to we're going to do it by force because That's we right. know they won't do it by choice. We're going to do it by force. So this becomes state law. Yes, and then the state lawmakers said, "Okay, we've done this, but we don't trust the future state lawmakers. So we're going to give people the right to put this in the constitution. We're going to give you the people the voice on whether we've done this right or not." Correct. So they sent it to a statewide referendum in 2010, mm-hmm. which said, if you don't like this, tell us no, and we'll go back and revisit it. But if you like it, let's make it permanent. Right. So it wasn't like, 
well, the legislature, they're not reflecting the will of the people. They're doing this on their own. They're big evil Republicans. The yeah. people came out and 72% of the people said, we want the tax protection. Yes, and this has been widespread across the state. Now, there has been a number of schools that have passed a referendum, some here locally and some that have not, in like in Hendricks County. But the reality is, when you take a look at what's happened, um, the idea is if something passes in Carmel, it doesn't affect me because I'm not that taxed. Right. So 90% of probably the state is okay with it. And then the 10% that goes through and passes this is in a big metropolitan area. And then they put this campaign out to say, this is about the children. Uh, don't pay attention to the fact that our administrative salaries are going to go up 15%. Don't pay attention to the fact that we just gave a 10% raise to all the teachers. Don't pay attention to the fact that we're actually losing money on our buses, but we don't want to work together with the next school corporation to save money because, hey, we're ourselves and we don't want to share. So uh, what happened then is they said, we've got to get the tax caps. The people then voted for the tax caps to say, look, your spending is out of control. Yes. Hey, school system, you know what? You don't need donuts every day. You don't need pizza parties. You don't, if you want to send flowers or something, do it on your own dime. Yes. You guys are so out of control. And what the school system said was, what, what, what they put in there was the referendum process for this reason right here. If a catastrophe that could not be foreseen mm -hmm. happened, it gave the schools, the, or the community, not the schools, but the community, the ability to address a catastrophe that the that the local government could not address, but it still gave the taxpayers the ability to decide whether this was an actual catastrophe. Now, when we come back, we're going to talk about what the referendum process has actually become. Remember, we're telling you, the intent of the referendum was, in case of some sort of emergency, we're going to leave a mechanism by which the community can validate higher spending. We're going to talk about what it's become next. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415 231-3871. That's 415-231-3871. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 9.30. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. 
Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Joined by uh, our Monday our Monday guest, yes. political uh, analyst, data guru, Scott Strong. You're great for this sort of topic today, Scott, because your day job, you crunch numbers. Yes. You're an accountant. You work mm-hmm. for a big four accounting firm. Mm-hmm. You're also a teacher. Yes. Or were a teacher. You are a teacher. I'm still a teacher. I You're... teach an adjunct faculty as a professor. Right. <clears throat> so what we're talking about today is the referendum process tomorrow across the state of Indiana. Ten school districts will, uh, the voters in 10 school districts will have to vote on referendums. And we wrapped up the last segment talking about the intent of the referendum, which was they left this in place in case there was an emergency that needed to be addressed that could not have been foreseen. Right. Um, that the community could make that decision whether they wanted to help the school system. But that is not what it has become. No, it has not. I mean, so if you take a look, at when, as you've already mentioned, there's 10 schools that are coming out to put this out. But when you look at this, um, you know, the purpose is not necessarily to take care of crisis. You know, I'm, I'm looking through the, the school town of Munster, renovating three elementary schools and one middle school and a high school, including structural and technology improvements. And by the way, we're getting our information. IndianaPublicMedia.org has a full in-depth yes. rundown of this if you want to look at this very good stuff. Up today, if you indianapublicmedia.org, you can find it all there. Go ahead. Yeah, Scott. so so there's a lot of these. I mean, if you look through the list, there are a lot about construction, elementaries, remodeling, building new schools, and and the issue here is this is and this is what Kern and Shepard got back, and this was ten years ago. They said, hey, you know the problem that the schools are out of control is because there's no standardization. Right. You know, everybody hires their own architectural firm to design their school. Then you're hiring your own people, and and Mitch Daniels wanted to say, hey you know, we would be better off if you have a standard school design that standard blueprints every school could use, um, standard setup, then you don't have all these engineering companies, all these architectural fees and everything, and you could cut that by millions of dollars. Well, Daniels also proposed the idea we need to have regional schooling. Mm -hmm. We've got all these superintendents for all these school districts. You know, does it make sense, hypothetically, for Brownsburg and Tri-West Hendricks to become a school corporation? Does it make sense for... uh, uh, Cascade and um, 
and Plainfield to become a school district. Yeah, and, and actually, if you take a look at the other states across the country, most of the states have county school corporations. So we would still have Brownsburg High School and Cascade and Plainfield and Avon, but they would be under one umbrella. Now, the school board might be a little bit different um, in that they would have more people, kind of like our county commissioners, where they serve the whole county and everybody can vote on them, but they would reserve and service certain parts of the district. And you would save millions of dollars by bringing that administration is if you take a look at the salaries of superintendents and all those administrative people and brought that under one umbrella even if you gave them all a 25 percent raise you'd save millions of dollars okay so i'm going to share a story and then we're going to talk about some of the what some of these people are proposing because this is crap mm-hmm. like it's just crap oh unbelievable it's a, it's a total violation of your constitutional right i mean the intent of the of your constitutional right so when brownsburg proposed theirs and uh, this was this would have been before they proposed it. I knew they were going to propose it. I told the people in charge, I said, over my dead body is that thing passing. <laughs> and everybody knows in the town of Brownsburg, uh, when I say something, if I put my foot down, they it listen. Ain't, it ain't happening. <laughs> it ain't happening. Or it is happening, depending on what At it is. At least they start marching in the streets. And I told them, I said, if you want to do this, that's fine. I love the fight. I am a fighter. And I don't want to have this fight. But we will win. And they didn't believe me. And so we had this big, bloody battle. Mm-hmm. And Scott, I am not the smartest guy in the room. Even though I portray that as a character on the radio, <laughs> I'm not the smartest guy. There's people that have much better degrees than me. They're much smarter than me. So I shouldn't be able to look at something and say, here's how you can do this without this. And these people who have the big, fancy degrees should be able to know this too. So in Brownsburg, I told them, you don't need a referendum. Here's how you can fund your project. If you just wait a couple years, you got all this debt that's going to fall off. And then I'm, yes. not de- I'm not a debt fan, but if you choose debt or my taxes right. going up, I'm going to choose the debt. debt. I said, you can just reestablish some of that debt and everybody will go home happy. Oh, no. We, we need it now. Oh, no, no, we can't can't do that. Can't do that. So the referendum comes. Mm-hmm. The referendum fails. And then the school corporation has to come back and say, wow, we really need to do our project. You know what? There's all this debt that's going to fall off, and we can reestablish our debt. <laughs> that's right. And that's, to their credit, yeah. what they did. But here's the dirty little secret on what these school corporations are doing because it's happening all over the place, and Carmel is one who's actually proposing to redo this. They are. It's not about the project. It's about the tax rate. And I need everybody mm-hmm. to listen to me very carefully here because this is complex stuff, but it's very important. It's not about the project. It's about the tax rate. So like in Zionsville, like in uh, Carmel, uh, I think Noblesville has it as well. They establish these referendums to get themselves above your constitutional right to tax caps. Mm -hmm. And then what they do is they come back in seven years when the referendum expires and goes, we don't, we're not raising your taxes. We just need to reestablish this rate. And those pesky people down at 200 West Washington Street, the state of Indiana, they're making us do this. Mm -hmm. This is terrible. But we're not raising your taxes. When, in fact, they've already raised your taxes. Am I wrong? Right. So we want to keep it that way. The biggest problem with this is this, is 
the school corporations come from the world of academia. Academia is always a service-based organization, regardless of what the cost is. Right. And the taxpayers... You need me. Yeah, you need me. I, I'm providing this service. You know, you don't understand if this kid doesn't learn how to play badminton, he is going to be in <laughs> counseling for 20 years, and somehow you're going to pay for this. So what happens is they think the way to do it is to spend more money. And this is the same thing the legislature did this year. They had more money, they spent more money. Sure. And so... So what the tax caps did is says it put responsibility into government and into these local districts, and they don't like it because now all of a sudden you have to be inventive, you have to be efficient, you have to make yourselves more, and instead of looking, I mean, I, I'd like to solve my financial problems sure. by getting a raise. My boss just doesn't like it all the time. So again, <laughs> let's set where we were last time. The intent of the referendum process was some catastrophic okay. event. Yes. Roof caving in mm-hmm. or major parking lot repair needed or right. whatever it might be. Do these sound like crisis things here? I'm going to read you the caramel clay. That, again, this description comes to us from indianapublicmedia.org. Yes. Purpose. Funding academic and support programs, teaching positions, and any other educational needs of the school corporation. Let me read that last part again. Any, any other, other educational needs of the school corporation. So, so that could be anything. Yes. I mean, um, the ball diamond yes. needs to be refurbished. We need new. We need. We're going to artificial turf on the Carmel football <laughs> field. Um, I mean, there's any number of things that you could do. But you know, it's all of a sudden. Well, you know, this teacher over here has had 20 students in their classroom, and they think they're working too hard. So we're going to cut that to 10 students and hire two teachers. Yeah. So yeah, they can work less this hard. This idea that if you're above like 22 kids in a classroom, your yes. kid's suffering. Uh, excuse me. Like, I, I'm a public school product and I ran the town. How about, and, yes. and, and, I, and I made the town the third fastest growing municipality in the state. And I came from the public education system and I think we had more than 20 kids in a classroom. Yeah, so one of the things I noticed was they put in this thing and it was on the news. It says, why do they need it? Well, we need to put Wi-Fi on school buses. <laughs> Because these kids, that way they can do their homework. Do you really think kids are using Wi-Fi on the school bus in the morning? I'm betting they're paying Candy Crush or something else, but they like it. You know, I can understand putting cameras on the bus, but Wi-Fi mandatory on every school bus? But we can't use the same school bus. we got to buy a brand new school bus, okay, and they're a million dollars a piece. So people might say, well, Carmel, it's its own entity. It's yeah. its own animal. They're, they're very upscale. Let me read to you the Lake Station referendum. Lake Station Community Schools tomorrow. Purpose. Funding, maintaining, and expanding academic programs, teaching positions in student safety, bus transportation, and other educational needs of the school. Let me read that last part to you. Other educational needs of the school. And Scott, their referendum is $0.54 cents per $100. That is a whopper. That's that, huge. That is big. That's now, huge. So when we take a look at Lake Station, the real reason here is I think that they have, if they're the school that I think they are, they have declining enrollment. Yeah. And when you lose a student, depending, it could be about $4,000 a year. So how are we going to make it up? Well, we wouldn't want to let any teachers go. We wouldn't want to combine any services. We wouldn't want to cut anything back. We wouldn't want to shut down schools like we're doing an IPS or consolidating things to save money. No, we're going to continue. You you live on 50 acres and you can't afford it. No, you don't sell off five. We raise everybody else's taxes so we can keep it. It's so funny when they did the referendum in Brownsburg, I will remember this forever. They had these big community meetings. Mm-hmm. And by the way, and I give Brownsburg credit because it would have been very easy for them to say, man, that referendum vote was close. 
and uh, Kindle's going to run out of steam eventually. We'll keep so going we'll, again. We'll, we'll bring it back again. That's another thing. Let's go there real quick. That's another crap thing. If annexation fails, so Brownsburg did uh, five annexations. Yep. Four of them have passed. One's in court. If that one in court fails, we can't do it. Or the town couldn't do it for another 48 months. The onus yes. is on the town to get it right. The school corporation can come back whenever they want. Referendum fails, next year, boom. Why? Because, well, they can use kids as human shields. So the legislature yes. doesn't have the courage mm-hmm. to take on the school corporation. They can gut a community. Gut a community. And then this one was in Brownsburg, it was 53-47. It was close enough that you probably could have taken another stab at it and maybe got it through. Now, they didn't want to go against me again, so they buckled. Good move. Good move <laughs> on their part. But they could have come back once again right away. Because they've got unlimited funds. They've got a pack. They've got all these things that they can use. The schools hold all the cards, which is a total, total, uh, I can't use the word I want to use. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> we're governed by the FCC. It's a total, it's just, just a total It's a monopoly. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a monopoly. It's not the intent of what the constitutional amendment was supposed to be. Now, to Brown's first credit, they did come back. They did do what was originally proposed by us, and they got their, their referendum. But the point is, these are not, these are not. These are not calamities. These are not catastrophes. No roofs are caving in. No parking lots have been destroyed. No, you know. Yeah, and so now you have some schools. Let's take Zionsville, for instance. Zionsville has implemented a program that's unique in the state of Indiana where the school, my understanding is, from a school board member that I know, they go to school four days a week and then have a day to work and do their stuff from home. And, of course, one of the things that they pressed through, why they did this before they raised the stuff, it says, hey, if you don't have these schools, kids in the school on Fridays, we can cut electricity, we can cut costs, but they never cut their budgets. Yeah, you're right. All right, so we're going we're gonna to take another break. When we come back, we're going to wrap up the show. We're going to talk about why we did this show today because it's very important. I know there's people out there that will do the, well, these two guys just hate kids. And That's we're right. going to talk about why we did this. Coming up next, you're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information... You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall along with Scott Strong putting a bow on our, well, we're going to get a Marconi out of today's show, okay. I think. This is, uh, this is one of our best shows so far. We're talking about the referendum process in the state of Indiana. Tomorrow, 10 school corporations across the state. Voters will go vote on whether they want to have their taxes raised above the uh, constitutional tax cap threshold and uh, provide money for um, catastrophic events such as in Carmel. I want to make sure I get this worded right from uh, Indiana Public Media. Any other educational needs of the school corporation? Yes. That scares 
the bejeebies out of me, that that's the standard. In the work world, when you do a job application, there's always a thing at the bottom and any other task assigned to you. <laughs> and and I, I have, I've went into jobs where I do something totally different from what I was hired from because of that phrase, and that's what they can do with school funding. Okay, so why did I do this show today? Because Brownsburg, where I live, they've already had the referendum process. It failed. They've come back. They funded. They We have a signed agreement with school corporations that says they will not seek a referendum anymore, that they will not raise their tax rate. By the way, Brownsburg is very lucky to have it. Mm-hmm. Think about the catastrophe that would have happened. That's right. Opinion. Anyway, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect me. It's not a big deal. But it is a big deal to me because... These people influence everybody else. Yes, and that's what um, Larry DeBoer, which is a, a financial analyst and actually my professor, I was in his class when I was at Purdue University, um, that studies this stuff. Basically, he says they're doing it because they do it in the May because there's less people and there's more chance of this thing passing. Yes, and what happens in Carmel, while it doesn't affect my tax mm-hmm. rate, it does influence other people. It does influence other school corporations, and eventually it trickles back to me. Yes. So what happens is if all of a sudden you realize everybody else in your office marches into the boss's office and gets a pay raise, you're crazy not to go and try to get the same thing. As opposed to if everybody else walks in and doesn't get it and the door starts getting slammed, what we really need is two things. And I'm totally for the education of the kids. The problem in You're a teacher. I am a teacher. I've been teaching at at some level for 20 plus years of my life from high school, elementary, and on on up the system. But the reality is, is what's happening is a administrative cost of running these school corporations is out of control. It's not the dollars that really go to the students to teach the students are very few. Most of this money is going for other things and not for the better education of our schools. And I'll give you a quick fact. Mitch Daniels back in 2010 made some hard cuts to education across the state of Indiana. And the interesting thing is for the first time in 10 years, we had a a growth rate in school spending that went down. And that was the year we had the highest increase in school scores and and things. So less funding meant better educated kids. like, and like with Brown Circuit, it was like, you're already like the first or second on I-STEM in the state. You seem to be doing fine. Yeah. And so when they cut the funds back then, what happened is the corporations, instead of ignoring issues that they had said, oh, don't worry about that, they actually had to do yep. some things to tighten their ship up, and it made things better for the students, the community, and everyone involved. And the other aspect to this, and I had this conversation uh, for a very long time. Hard to believe we're coming up on two years since that referendum in Brownsburg failed. I'm getting better looking every single day. Uh, I, said, <laughs> uh, I said, look, we've already had this battle. Yep. The Indiana Constitution, the voters had the battle via the constitutional amendment. And if you were a school corporation that didn't want it, you had every opportunity to sway voters in your yes. community and say, this isn't the right thing. This isn't the best for us to do. And, and, it, and you had that opportunity, and we voted on it. We've already had this battle. And the fact that you can use kids as human shields, and you can run this crap out there whenever you guys want for mm-hmm. uh, any other needs of the school corporation. Look, yep. if the roof caves in at Brownsburg High School and the insurance isn't going to cover it, then I understand that we maybe need to have that conversation. That's but right. But for you to fix sinks or light bulbs or whatever else it is or any other need of the school corporation— we already had this battle. And if you can take away my constitutional right 
to property tax protection, which one of yours can I take away? That's right. So two things I think that needs to be done, and hopefully there's a legislature that's listening to this, is number one, we need to put a cap on how soon the school can do another school referendum. The other thing is you need to pave the way to allow schools to work together, either to merge them and keep their high schools together. That's going on in Indianapolis Public Schools right now as they're looking to shut down three high schools. Um, Or look at ways that they can allow those business managers to have a countywide buying group so that they can buy the products and the services that they need for less money, thus needing less revenue to support the school. All right. I think we fully offended a large swath of the population. I'm sure we did. Good show today, Scott. (laughs) Thanks. All right. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's program, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud or iTunes. Download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. Just search Central Indiana today. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415 415- Two three one three eight seven one. That's four one five two three one three eight seven one. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself.
Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.